Ishka, so beautiful. We live and we die. We have such a powerful tradition of Yizkor, of coming together collectively to remember the people that we love, who we lost, who died very recently or long, long ago. And always, they are in our hearts. This is actually one of a series of Yizkor services. We'll have another one at the end of Sukkot. And there's one at Pesach and one at Shavuot. Four times during the year, we come together for an intense gathering of memory. And we're very excited about the new Machsor. It could be called the, the new contemporary service. It is structured with some very beautiful readings, some music, and it's structured around seven candle lightings. And so we'll light seven memorial candles tonight. And we hope that they will be inspiring for you. At the same time, at any point, if you just want to go at your own pace, you do not need to be on the page we're on or on the reading that we're on. Um, but there is so much really beautiful material in this service. And we hope that you feel cradled and loved by this group uh, to, to be here for yourself and for all the people around you um, as we collectively remember those that we love. And so I'm going to light the first candle. The words to Ailee Ailee can be found on page 540.
One of the extraordinary things about Uscore is just its cyclical nature. And I know that some of you may be at your first ever Uscore service. And some of you may have come as small children hanging on to your parents' talus strings while they went through these prayers and you wondered when it would be over. And now many of us who hung by our parents' talus strings were here now to say Kaddish for our parents and we're carrying we're carrying that tradition forward in a way that we can only imagine would make our parents, if they're not here, so, so proud and happy. Page 548. 548. We're going to read responsively. At birth, a miracle. You light the spark in every human soul. Emerging into light, we breathe it in. That neshama, your sacred gift of life. And every day, every breath, comes to us as a miracle. The light within us, unique and precious. While we live. When breath has ceased and life has gone, the neshama returns to you and the spark that lived inside the ones we love. Unique and precious, beautiful and good, is, is theirs there is no, no more. Their light is ours. Their radiance now burns in us. Eternal, Eternal flame, flame of, of memory. memory. So we light candles to keep our love alive. To bring their light into the world. A light unique and precious. Ours to treasure while we live. A ne'er tamid that lights our days and gives us strength to journey through the nights. We're on page 556, Psalm 121. Shir Lamalot Esa Enai El Heharim Me Ayn Yavu Ezri Ezri Meim Hashem
Here, here, hearty. In the morning, I said to myself, Lo yashuvod kesem chachaim. Life's magic will never come back. It won't come back. All at once, the sunshine in my house is alive for me. And the table with its bread is gold. And the cups on the table and the flower, all gold. And what of sorrow, even in the sorrow, radiance. Page 563. Page 563. I needed to talk to my sister, talk to her on the telephone. I mean, just as I used to every morning in the evening, too, whenever the grandchildren said a sentence that clasped both our hearts, I called. Her phone rang four times. You can imagine my breath stopped. Then there was a terrible telephonic noise. A voice said, this number is no longer in use. How wonderful, I thought. I can call again. They have not yet assigned her number to another person, despite two years of absence due to death. Top of page 562.
we turn to page 568 as we take a moment to remember those congregants, those members of our congregation who have died in the past year. May these moments of meditation link me more strongly with my closest companion in life, my soulmate, my friend, my confidant, my helping hand, my listening heart, my compass, my shining light. In spite of death, our deep bonds of love are strong. May I always be worthy of that love. May the memory of our companionship lead me out of loneliness. May it awaken in me gratitude for that which still endures. And may you rest forever in dignity and in peace. On this Yom Kippur at this East Core service, we remember Ian Arnoff, Faye Asher, Alexis Benioff, Catherine Black, Riva Bogomolnaya, Sandor Burstein, Rita Cole, Beverly Denabim, Werner Gleitzman, Marianne Goldman, Sarah Hassan, John Kay, Maurice Knox, Phyllis Levy, Frederica Lewis, Byron Lippmann, Fern Lowenberg, Julius Mansbach, Walter Miller, Louis Oser, Patricia Ravitch, Maxine Rostin, Frida Shapiro, Douglas Shorenstein, Alan Singer, Herschel Solomon, Vivian Solomon, Leland Spiegelman, Daniel Stone, Jane Unger, Shirley Victor, Henry Weil, Herbert Janowitz, Marjorie Zellerbach. Page 583. My soul I give to you, my spirit in your care. Draw me near, I shall not fear. Hold me in your arms, draw me near, I shall not fear, safely in your arms.
87. We'll read that Zelda poem together. Ours was a secret treasure of unhurried time, gentle as the morning air, a leisurely time of tales and tears, kisses and holy days, leisure of mama, grandma, and the ants, quietly sitting on a boat of heavenly light, drifting ever so slowly in a small boat of contentment with the constellations and with the moon. We're at the top of page 585. Those who sow, who sow in tears, shall reap in joy, shall reap in joy. Those who sow, who sow,
Hawaii. Hawaii. We're on page 594. We're going to read an English translation of the 23rd Psalm before we hear it chanted in Hebrew. Page 594. We're going to go with uh, translation number two. And we join together in these words. With God, God is my shepherd, I shall not want. The eternal makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside the still waters, restores my soul, guides me in straight paths for the sake of God's name. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the eternal forever. If you know this melody, you're welcome to join along. We call this the Hasidic melody.
When I was younger, much younger, I was a grief facilitator and I worked with children whose parents had died. And every two weeks when we would get together, the parents, they would go in one room and I would be with the children and the other facilitators in another room. And we would have a check-in and then they would rotate through stations. Now one station they went to was art, where we gave them a chance to draw and talked about who they missed. But there was this one station which was more popular than any of the other stations. It was the steam room. Now this is not a shvitz. You can't imagine a bunch of old men sitting and sweating. It's not a Jewish organization. You know, this, it's different. It was a room that had pillows and it had the walls were covered in foam and there were soft bats to hit things. This was the most popular room that we had. The kids, they would come in here and they would yell and they would scream and they would let everything out that they had held inside of them or things they didn't realize that they had inside of them. And the yells would vary from, I hate that you're dead, mom, to I hate you, mom. And the amazing thing with this room was the effect that it had on the children. Virtually every child that I remember being in that room went through the exact same pattern. They would come in, and the yelling it would never begin immediately. Usually they would wait for a bit, and then eventually they would get going. But the pattern that I would see with each and every child was that once they were given the space to yell and to be angry, is that eventually they would collapse into the pillows and this calm would come over them. And more often than not, that calm would oftentimes create a gateway to a smile, talking about what they missed about mom or about dad. And it was almost as if that emotion of anger and sadness had to be addressed first. And once that was done, they were able to give themselves permission to be happy. Now, I'm not saying that they were happy that their parents were dead. Don't misunderstand me. The anger and the sadness, it was not actually the primary emotion inside them. The primary emotion was love and joy and all the wonderful memories that they had of their parents. But they were angry and they were sad that the love was gone. But the amazing thing that would happen is that once they were able to tap into that anger and into that pain and actually able to let it out, then the wrapper on that candy, it would be gone. And for a moment, you could see what the anger and the sadness was actually covering. You could see that without the love and the joy, there'd be nothing to be sad or to be angry about. Now I often think about life and what it looks like if you put the thing into a book, you can call it the book of life. At birth, when a baby comes out of their mother, the baby sucks in this huge lungful of air and goes, <gasps> and then they scream. And that moment in the delivery room is silent, except for the crying and the screaming of the baby. Now, if that baby who's going to become an adult and he does a good job in its life, and has healthy relationships, and is loving and honest and kind, and then they die, and the exact opposite will happen in that room. Instead of taking in that final breath, they exhale, 
an entire lung full of air, and now they're silent. And if they did a good job, the entire room wails and cries. We're conditioned to think of death as dark and sad, but it's only one emotion. It's only one dimension. And it's not fair to the ones that came before us to only remember darkness when we think of their death. Death is a fact. It happens to all of us. What we do at Yizker is that we remember their life. We remember them. We're sad that they're gone. And as each year passes, it can feel as if they're more and more distant from us. But that's the reason that we come here and we come together to remember. The entire point of this service, our entire job, is to sit and to remember. And because of this, this service, it's different from all of the other services we have. I am not able to remember anyone in this room for you. I cannot tell you what you need to remember or do the work for you. When all the other blessings we have, you can outsource them to me. I can say the entire blessing, and if you say amen, it's like you get credit for it. But for Yisker, I cannot stand up here and do what the rabbis have commanded for each single person in this room to do. And that's for each of us to remember. And so in a few minutes, we're all going to open up our souls and we're going to remember. Now for some of those, the memories are raw and present. And for others, the name is at the very tip of our tongue, but it's been a very long time since we've dedicated serious time to being with that memory. Now that's what the rabbis expect for us to do in these waning hours of Yom Kippur, when we feel raw and vulnerable. Now many of us on the verge of tears, and we do all of this because in the safe and the warm embrace of this community, because today we are going to remember. And today we're gonna to go past that wrapper of grief and we're gonna see if we can get back to that kernel of why we miss them so much. So we're gonna turn the lights down now. I'm gonna ask everybody to please close their eyes. This is a safe and a loving place. So I'm gonna ask you all to keep those eyes closed as we remember our loved ones. Now that your eyes are closed, take a moment and focus on your breath as you breathe in and you breathe out. Just focus on that breath which has been coming in and out of you since your first breath. Now take a deep breath in and feel the holiness of this day and the holiness of this moment. And breathe out all the fear and anxiety that is holding you back from being in this moment. And take a few moments and just breathe. Think about who you're remembering and say their names to yourselves. And with your eyes closed, look at them. What do their eyes look like? 
What does their smile look like? Look at their hands. Do you remember their smell, their touch? Remember what it was like when you were in the same physical space with your loved ones? How did you feel? And take a moment and just look at them and be with them. And let yourself feel the sadness, the loss, the yearning to just be able to talk to them again, just one last time. And if you feel anger, that's okay. Let those feelings come to the surface. Now take a moment and just be in the space of the sadness, of the loss, and maybe even of the anger. And let it envelop you. Now take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, I want you to breathe out the loss and the anger. And take one more breath in and breathe it out again. Because that's just the surface. That's just the wrapper. What do you miss most about them? How did that person in front of you fill you up? How did they make you smile? How did they make you feel safe or cared for? And breathe out the sadness and breathe in the feeling of appreciation welling inside of you for having had this person in your life. Think about what they gave you. Think about what they taught you. You may have issues that still need to be resolved or things you still need to say to them. What's the one thing that you want to tell them? And take a moment and think about it. And now tell it to them. What do they want to tell you? Now listen to those words and hold on to those words. And take a few moments with your loved one and just be with them, allowing all of these emotions to wash over you.
the face that you see, the voice that you hear, the smell you smell, that feeling of gratitude, that is the light that we're left with as we all sit in the dark. That's what it means to remember. Oftentimes it can seem incredibly far away or that it has to be sad or dark. You can see it was always right here, right inside of your soul. We carry this flame with us into this world. All we need to do is to close our eyes, to breathe in, to breathe out, and then listen. They were always with us. Now in a moment, I'm gonna ask you to open your eyes, but when you do this, I'm gonna ask you to do it slowly and to carry those words and those teachings your loved ones gave you. Because in Judaism, when we mourn, we do it together because it's a communal process. It's not a solitary one. If we do it alone, we cannot share the love and the memories that we were filled with. Our job as we come out of Yizkir is to share with others the love that we were given, the lessons that we learned and that appreciation and gratitude that fills our souls. When there's nothing left of the people that we loved but their love, we honor them by giving that love away to those around us. Our job is to share what they taught us and what they filled us with. And when you are to break the fast today, make sure you share who and what you remembered today. Make sure you share because that's how you honor them. We remember them and we share their light with others. Now please slowly open your eyes. Now we remember not alone, but as a community. And as a community, we stand up at different periods because each one of us in this room is in a different space of grief. And so take a moment and bring the memory of your loved ones to the very front of your mind and now focus on them. If you're remembering someone who passed away in the last week, please rise. In the last month, in the last year, and you're remembering them this year, please rise. And now as we turn up the lights and we turn to page 598, I'm going to ask the rest of the community to please rise.
שוכן במרומים, אמצעי מנוחה נכונה, תחת כנפי השכינה, עם קדושים וטהורים, וגן עדן תהא מנוחתם. אנא בעל הרחמים יסתירם בשאת כנפיו לעולמים שלום על משכבם ונאמר אמן. that there be perfect rest for the souls of our loved ones who have gone into, into eternity. May they find shelter in your presence among the holy and pure, whose light shines like the radiance of heaven. Compassionate God, hold them close to you forever. May their souls be bound up in the bond of eternal life. May they find a home in you, and may they rest in peace. Together we say amen. We turn to the Mourner's Kaddish on page 606. And as my Talit passes over you, please say the name or names of people you're saying Kaddish for at this Yiz Corps. יתקדל ויתקדש שמי רבה, ועלמה דברך ירותי וימליך מלכותי, וחייכון וימיכון וחיי דחול בית ישראל, בעגלה ובזמן קרי ואמרו אמן. יהי שמי רבה מברך לעולם ולמי עלמיה. יתברך וישתבח ויתפאר ויתרומם ויתנשא. ויתהדר ויתהלל ויתהלל שמי דקדושה בריחו. לאלה מנקור ברכתה ושירתה. תושבחתה ונחמתה. דאמירן ואלמה ואמרו אמן. יהי שלמה רבה מן שמיה. וחיים עלינו ועל כל ישראל. ואמרו אמן. עושה שלום במרומיו. הוא יעשה שלום. עלינו ועל כל ישראל. Amen. Amen. 
Kastecha betachti, Yageli bibi shuatecha. Vani, Kastecha betachti, Yageli bibi shuatecha. And and I and I trust that there is goodness in the world, and this is what saves my soul. our concluding service of Yom Kippur. Ni'ila means closing, and there is a disagreement among scholars about whether this refers to the closing of the, you can sit down by the way, <laughs> whether this refers to the closing of the gates of heaven or the closing of the gates of the temple in Jerusalem. In either case, the tradition invites us to mark this transition from Yom Kippur back to our lives. Part of me wants to tell you that the gates never close, that our tradition is one that offers continual opportunities for tshuva, for personal transformation. I believe that. <laughs> Good. For healing relationships. And it's true. It is true. You can always, always do tshuva. But there is a piece of wisdom to be found in a sense of finality, in even a little bit of urgency. Our time is actually not unlimited. What will we do with these precious years that we have? What relationships call upon us to bring healing and transformation now? What calls for us to set aside timidness and fear and be bold? The gates of this temple will remain open. That's our commitment to you. We are here to be a spiritual resource for all of our lives. The tradition also asks that we remain awake and open to the possibility of transformation right now, at this moment in this service. Your life led you to this room, right here with these people. You don't get a more loving and tender push towards the life you're trying to build than this. There are sha'arim, there are gates in life, and it's time to walk through together. We continue on page 614. 
to enable each other to say these prayers, each of us individually. So if you're a person who loves to stand and pray, please stand. If you want to sit down, please sit now or when you're ready, just dwell in the beautiful poetry of this section of the service. We'll briefly interrupt with some music and then we'll continue this section of Amidah.
making our way individually to around page 639. We take just a few more moments for our individual readings and meditations, and then please be seated. Open the gates, 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 open the on 645. So many words they echo in my head. I'm emptied out with no more strength to speak. Just my life breath, just my heart, just these broken shards of ancient prayer. They say the shofar's broken cry will reach you. You, rock of my heart, my portion forever. Adonai, Adonai, Page 647, we say these words together. Behold my enemies, let, let my, my prayer, prayer be sweet and pleasant. Hear it as though it were perfect, a prayer of pure innocence. Engrave us in the book of life, bring goodness to its final sealing. For the world and our lives with it hover on the edge of nothingness. Adonai, Adonai, May the prayers of those who struggle with prayer reach your presence. May the people who say, hear, O Israel, come to know you as the one who hears. Adonai, 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 
for our final vidui we're on page 653 standing and turn to page 662 for Avinu Malkinu.
Avinu Malkinu Malaya Dinu Mirbirko Techa. Avinu Malkinu, the Tasha Aresha Maya Mutila Tenu. Avinu Malkinu, the Hadesh Aleinu Shanatova. Thank you. 
turn to page 672 for our very final words of this Yom Kippur. We will join together in Shema and Adonai Elohim several times together, and then we will let, for one final time, the sound of the shofar pierce our hearts and wake us up for the coming so year. So if you happen to have a shofar with you, we would love for you to come up here and join us on the bima right now. Bring your shofar. Oh, excellent. Great. We're on pages 672 and 673, and we proclaim with all of our hearts together, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Le'olam Ba'ed Together Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Le'olam Ba'ed Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Le'olam Ba'ed Together Adonai Hu Elohim 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 Adonai Hu Ha'Elohim. Tekiah. join together with the classic service in the courtyard for a brief closing havdalah and break fast before you go to your break fast. Shana Tova. Shana Tova. <laughs> 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 <laughs>